0: You are listening to episode 18. This episode is brought to you by QuickBooks, which is one of the best apps for starting entrepreneurs. I've literally been using this app since I launched my business, and it has helped me, who doesn't have an accountant brain, to keep my books in order and to send them in an organized fashion to my accountant. So I recommend it to anyone who is trying to launch a business and is doing that as a solopreneur or entrepreneur. On this episode, I get to interview one of my very good friends, Abigail, who owns the business Sunshine Events Planner. One of the things that drew me to this individual is that she had planned an event for one of my friends. Uh, She had planned her wedding, and I thought it was a big and beautiful wedding. And you know, us young girls, especially Nigerian girls, we always like to dream up what that would actually look like, what it would entail. And I like to think I'm a pretty networked person. So I always was debating like, on that day, will I actually need an event planner? Because I know so many photographers, so many people who are musicians, all of that. But as I was talking to the family that had their wedding Uh, planned by this individual, they could not stop raving about her and how she made the day so efficient and so seamless. So I thought, hmm, I'd like to have a talk with her because she looks like she's around my age uh since then we have met up together we have done coffee we have worked together on community initiatives and i have found her to be so good at what she does and i was really inspired to know her journey and her story in starting her business we like to call each other the go-getters and we really do play off of each other's energy and really trying to make things happen especially in our city and our community so i hope you really enjoy today's episode sounds of inspiration. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, where we make inspirational people known, brought to you by your host, Fiona Obayen. Welcome to the Okiki podcast and thanks for tuning in today. Today, I have a special guest, and she's a good friend of mine, Abigail, and she is actually the CEO and founder of Sunshine Events. And so, I believe what she does is a very special skill. It takes a lot to coordinate literally hundreds of people and she She's young as well. She's also in university and running this business. So without further ado, thanks, Abigail. Thank you for uh, coming to the podcast today. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you could please uh, share with our guests more about you. We want to hear more about your background and your journey and how did you actually get into this um, business that you started?
1: Okay. Okay. like she said, I'm Abigail, and um, I'm the CEO and <laughs> founder of like, Sunshine Events Partner, and um, I'm currently in the U of studying International Studies, I'm in my third year, and um, what else do I say about myself? Yeah. Um, well, I'm the first child of, um, of four Wow! Yes, big responsibility. Yeah. yeah, my family is back home in Nigeria, so it's just mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, um, I, I guess some of my hobbies are mm-hmm. just you know, um, reading, listening to music, and just chilling and watching Netflix or browsing the internet for the. For ideas for events and stuff and um, yeah that's that's me
0: yeah so you came from Nigeria you're here by yourself yeah and your family's still back home yeah so that's an interesting story in itself so uh, can you tell us a little bit about even coming from Nigeria to here were you always into event planning is that something you ever did in in your high school or in your life out there and how did you yeah how did you move here, and how, like, what was the process of moving here, and how did you decide this is something I really want to do? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> well, it's a really, really interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, um, I went to Christ through the Mass College, um, Shagamo, in Nigeria. Okay. That's That was my high school. And yeah. in high school, we usually have this intel spots, you know, whereby, you know, um, we do, like, relay races and stuff like that, oh. like a competition between, you yeah. know, our houses. And, um, yeah, um, it was mostly student-coordinated, like, mm-hmm. everything in there to do with the uh, decoration of the tents, you know, and um, um, designing, you know, the match past in costumes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So... I wasn't really involved in my younger um, years in school, but when I got into my final year in school, I was like, we're seniors, right? So we're more involved. And I just really enjoyed it from, you know, choosing what kind of balance to use Mm -hmm. to, you know, what kind of colors to use for our tables and, you know, what outfits the queen and princesses should wear Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it was really, really a fun experience. But then um, during this period, my mom was taking um, a course in church that I had to do with like a little bit of event planning and decoration, mm-hmm. baking, heart making. Wow. You know, and um, yeah, so some days when she can make it to a class, help go to a class. Nice. We look so much alike. So, <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> so we can pass for each other, yeah. basically. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed it. And the funniest thing is I didn't really enjoy any of the cooking or baking aspect of it. It was just more of the, you know, putting colors together, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of place setting, you know, and stuff like that. And I really enjoyed it. And then I was always like a bridesmaid or a, a little bride or something growing up and... Yeah, like, after high school, I wasn't thinking of business. My parents are business owners, and I just was, like, in my head, I'm going to be different. I want to be a bus lady. I want to work for a firm. Wow. You know, I just want to, you know, <laughs> dominate in the, in you know, industrial setting and not, like, in the entrepreneurial world. Ah. So, in my head, I was just like, yeah, no, I'm just going to be a lawyer. I'm going to do this, and, you know, nothing to do with business, and... Yeah, so that was what I, you know, came out of high school thinking, you know, tried to get into school in Nigeria, but that didn't work out. Mm. And um, I really wanted to do law. Mm. Like, I just felt that was my calling. I was just like, yeah, law or nothing. So, and every time I would write an entrance exam for um, uni in Nigeria, it's way mm. different from the way it works here um, mm. in Canada. So, and then I wouldn't get law. And I was just like, nope, I'm not going to school. Unless it's law, I'm not going to waste money studying something I'm not interested in mm. unless it's law. And yeah, one year, two years, three mm. years, four years, I'm at home still waiting wow. to get into law. And then I get, I, by the time it was my like fourth year, I, I was already getting very depressed and frustrated with the system. Mm. So I decided, okay, maybe I should try traveling mm. and um, maybe it would work out. And that's how I um, just went on Google one day and searched "oh schools in Canada" and I just found U of S University of Saskatchewan. I couldn't pronounce University of Saskatchewan, so I got uh, back home and I told my and I told my parents, I'm like, oh, there's this university, and I was just like, I feel like this is what God wants me, where God wants me to go, and my parents were like, okay, sure, pray about it. I'm from a Christian home, and. You know, I had my list of schools, and University of Saskatchewan was, like, the fifth on my list, and I just presented it to God, and I was like, you know what, God, you know which one it is, you you know the process, you know everything, just guide me, so I started applying to all the schools. And um, I got an admission letter from University of Saskatchewan. And I was like, oh, I guess it's University of Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. and through the process God was with me, you know, he, he basically ordered my steps and I found myself in Canada. Oh. So being in Canada and being an immigrant without family or nobody and not knowing anything, it was really, really hard. And oh. getting a job, it oh. was really hard because, you know, I would search and I was just like, yeah, none of this is coming. Like, none of this is something I would like to do for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I'm trying to support myself while in school, I still want to be able to go to work and enjoy it and, yeah. you know, be happy about it. And, yeah. you know, yeah. So, yeah, so I walked in the mall for a bit. Mm. And it was around that time, I, um, a friend, of mine was getting married. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, okay. hey, what's up? Congratulations on your engagement. If you need a planner... <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> if you need a planner, you can reach out to me. I, I have a little bit of background with events mm-hmm. back home, and mm-hmm. I can help you, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't thinking anything about it at the time. I didn't even think she would call me back. Mm. I like I, I was like... I was just like, yeah, I'll just train it out there, right? And then um, a week later, she calls me and she's like, oh, yeah, she like a text. Um, thank you so much. Um, would you like to plan my wedding? I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I'm the kind of person that is like, go be, go, go home. So mm-hmm. immediately I started branding. My brother is into websites, so um, website designing and stuff. So mm-hmm. I called him. I'm like, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I want my name to be mm-hmm. and everything. And so that's how we've brought it to Sunshine Events.
0: <laughs> so cool. And thank you for giving us the full picture of that. <laughs> yeah. Because it's important to know, like, where you're coming from, your background and how you got here. So I obviously know your heritage, but do you mind sharing your heritage with the audience? <laughs> okay.
1: Um well I'm Nigerian. Um Yoruba. Um that's from the western part of Nigeria. I'm from Ocean State. Whoa. Malaysia. So Ocean State that's is like oh, my heritage <laughs> heritage of Yoruba land, right? (laughs) So, (laughs) so yeah, that's 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 me. Um, my dad is from Ocean, my mom is from Mundo, so two Yoruba states, right? So, yeah, but I grew up in Lagos, and um, growing up, we hardly spoke any Yoruba, but I think when we turned 10 or so, I started catching up. And my parents started speaking Yoruba. And most people, like, most of my fa- parents' friends would say, oh, she doesn't speak well. Like, my Yoruba is not as good as a child that is supposed to be Yoruba, right? So, but I, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine myself being anything else than Yoruba or, you know, yeah. and Nigerian stuff. So. And, and our culture is so rich, like, it's so beautiful, like, especially when it comes to events and weddings, it's like we're the party of Nigeria. <laughs> you know, we know how to party. We know how to enjoy ourselves. You know, it's colorful. There's so, you know, so many things to being Yoruba and um, Nigerian. And um, I think the best thing of what I love the most about being Yoruba is uh, traditional weddings. So I'm yes, just like, I'm looking forward us. to... <laughs> I'm looking forward to my own Yoruba wedding. <laughs> too. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's... that's that's Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I love that she shared that because uh, obviously, like you can see from my podcast title and um, if you read my background, I am also Nigerian. Mm-hmm. I'm also Yoruba, <laughs> even though I don't sound like it. <laughs> I need to work on that. It's kind of crazy. And I agree with her. That's my favorite thing about our culture is, like, we really know how to do parties. parties. Oh, and they're yeah. kind of, like, becoming, like, globally known now. Yeah, and right? It's and really it's, cool. It's, it's cool. Like, it's the rest of so the world's kind of like, whoa, what's up <laughs> with these Nigerian weddings? You know? <laughs> they're not, yeah. like, the normal wedding. Yeah, and, I, and I love that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I wanted to say then, because based on your, yeah, your heritage, you said it had a lot of influence on... Um, how you enjoy celebrations and planning for um, celebrations. What then inspired you to be an entrepreneur, given the fact that you said you were kind of rebelling against it before? Like, your parents were already in that space, and you're like, no, I want to do the corporate thing. I want nothing to do with this. What was that pivot for you that made you think, okay, you know what, I actually think I may have a real kick at this, other than your friends, you know, like giving you that open door, like what really made you think, no, I think I'm going to go full throttle and and I think I can actually pull this off?
1: Well, being an immigrant Mm -hmm. in a foreign land and, um, you know, dominantly white population, Mm -hmm. it's one of my drives. Because then um, going into event planning, for me, it's like, okay, it's a lot about the culture. Mm -hmm. it's not just the party it's like a lot of it's about the day of especially for events it's like the couple the family the coming together of cultures so it's like being that person that can understand multiple and diverse cultures and being able to guide my clients through Mm -hmm. the process was one of the big things for me and Mm -hmm. to be able to do something differently because I kind of noticed like okay I I don't know like for me I feel like the Canadians are a bit chill and relaxed in their ways you know even the way they do business is a bit you know and me coming from Vegas it's hustle bustle you know you're always on the go and it's 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 one of the things that drive me. I'm like, I want to do business differently. Mm-hmm. And I want to impact other people too, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, basically also show a positive side of being an immigrant. You know, when not all of us are, you know, here to suck out of the <laughs> government's pockets or anything. Mm-hmm. We also bring a lot of ourselves and um Mm -hmm. you know new knowledge and stuff into the system Mm -hmm. and yeah just just being able to do it and do it successfully is Mm -hmm. was one of the things that made me decide oh i can actually be an entrepreneur you know Mm -hmm. I've, i've been able to learn some things from my parents you know Mm-hmm. from their successes, from their mistakes, from some of their failures, and stuff like that. And that's been able to help me mm-hmm. be a better entrepreneur. Like, I'm okay. learning every day. I'm not the best <laughs> yet. You know, I I always check myself every now and then and realize, okay, you're still not doing this well, but then I keep at it and, like, push myself to do it better and do it well. Mm-hmm. And so, and I... Also, just want to show young girls growing up. There, it's not just there's there's so many ways to make to be successful. It's not just the corporate world. You can be an entrepreneur and be successful at it. Mm. You know, you can be an employer of labor. You can, you know, impact so many people. Being an entrepreneur, I'm not against the nine to five. I'm not against the corporate world. It's just like I feel like there's more to life than just the corporate world and Mm -hmm. growing up nigerian it's like oh if you're not doing medicine if you're not doing law if you're not doing one of those corporate things you're basically wasting your time or doing or being a failure basically Mm -hmm. so and Mm -hmm. right now i'm being doing this and um and getting the encouragement i'm getting from my family and Mm -hmm. um and my friends and loved ones it's like yeah I, I think I'm on the right track. <laughs> mm. And I, I I know for sure, like, any girl or young guy watching is probably learning a, tool, a thing or two from me mm. that, you know, you can do anything. You mm. set your heart to mm. be it corporate, be it entrepreneurial, be it, you know, artistic or anything. Like, once you set your mind on it, you can do it.
0: That's so cool. So, really what encouraged you to try this is because you were thinking about the overall impact yeah. you could have. Yeah. Which is such a, like... Noble reason to be uh, an entrepreneur. Well, <laughs> <No, laughs> that's, that's very cool because sometimes will say, like, you know, I just didn't want to do that night to five, or I just hated having your to you're I, like, I, actually, I could show how immigrants can actually add to the society. Yeah, here, basically, and, and I could actually be a role model for other young kids. Like yeah. that is a beautiful thing. So <laughs> I I love your answer because that's that shows a lot about you yourself. Mm. Um, and even based on that then, what was your biggest obstacle uh, in launching this business and how did you overcome it?
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. There was just so, so... They're like, I'm basically scaling over obstacles every single day. Fair enough. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, they're different ones for different seasons. Right. You know, so um, starting up, it was, like, confidence for me. You mm-hmm. know, being able to put myself out there and let... Like, I've, I used, I've always been a confident child. I've always been that person that, like, once I set my heart to something, I would pursue it and see it to the end. But then business is so different, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and... Um, so, after my first event, I wanted to give up. I was mm. just like, I know I was crying on the day of wow. the event. So, these are things after being the scene. I was overwhelmed with joy that the event was successful. Yeah. But then again, like, fear crept in. And it was just like, oh, you can't do this. And mm. it took a process of, you know, prayer, faith, my family, my yeah. loved ones, you know, Being there for me and making me understand that, you know, you've got this, you know, you've Mm -hmm. got God on your side, you can do this, you know, once Mm -hmm. you, all you have to do is just go for it, just step out every day, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. so overcoming the fear and Mm -hmm. embracing confidence was like, it was one it was the biggest one for me hmm. and then secondly getting your clients so my first year I had one event I am one wedding and it was big you went there oh yeah
0: that's true <laughs> that was your first one that was oh, my wow. first okay. wedding yeah a huge wedding <laughs> it yeah. was huge yeah. <laughs> and
1: and then after that it was just silent. Ah, that was my uh, thing. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would post in Instagram. I would do the Facebook mm. ad. And all I would get is people just inquiring and never calling back, mm. you know. And it was just so scary because I'm like, okay, I guess, well, if I just pack up, nobody will notice. You know, it's mm. still my first one. And, um, and you know, word of mouth really helped You know, Mm -hmm. like you said, my first client, they spoke (laughs) highly about me. And that was what happened. They kept telling anybody that could listen about, you know, Sunshine Event Planner. And my second clients came, like third clients. And I've had repeat clients, like from the same family. You you know, I've done multiple events for them. And, yeah, so um, I think... (laughs) So obstacle number two was, you know, the fear of not getting clients. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God showed up, <laughs> and I was able to book more clients. And since then, I do, like, little events here and there, even though they're not as big as weddings mm-hmm. and stuff. so And also, there is finance mm-hmm. and funding. Mm-hmm. so But then I was able to, you know, overcome that obstacle, by you know, like my repeat clients. Mm-hmm. So I've had um a family that have done like three events for now mm-hmm. and so we became partners. Hmm. You know. Hmm. So they fund some of like so we're partners, right? So mm-hmm. now it's like they um there's funding coming in to you know branch out into the rental business. You know mm-hmm. have you know luxurious stuffs, unique items mm-hmm. that we can rent out that mm. you can't necessarily find in Saskatoon. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. You know
1: things that you know the glamorous and the flashy luxurious person can you know have access to. So, yeah, and. I can only associate that with God also, you know, like, my business is mostly God, the CEO, and myself as, like, a managing partner, you know. (laughs) So, yeah, all of my, all of the obstacles I've I've encountered, I've been able to overcome them just by trusting God Hmm. and trusting that, you know, is the head of the business. It, it won't fail. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. If it fails it's his fault. it's <laughs> <You laughs> so it's all on, it's all on him, him, right? Still so, and yeah, yeah. yeah still so, and yeah. that's that's how I decided to go into business, you know. Mm-hmm. It's got the CEO myself as a managing partner so if mm. whatever comes out of it mm. God is the one controlling the wheels. so mm-hmm. <laughs> whichever direction he wants it to go
0: mm. that's that's how we go. love it yeah definitely I definitely have to pray through mine all the time too because <laughs> I always like oh you gave me this idea like do you still want me to do, do this it, like, yeah. please just give me a side anything <laughs> and it helps it definitely helps yeah um, I was going to say then, in doing this business, like you said, you've gotten partners along the way. Um, did you ever at any point, and do you, participate in having mentorship, mentors, or being part of some sort of collective of entrepreneurs uh, like yourself as a form of support for your business? Yes.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm, I have like secret mentors. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they don't know that they're mentoring me. <laughs> So basically I have a bunch of um podcasts. Um especially Ah. from the wedding industry, the business industry. Like I just have a bunch of internal mentors, you know. I have (laughs) it's funny how I like follow every detail of their lives so it's like i know them on a one-on-one but they don't know me so basically yeah i have a a lot of dads and um my dad Mm -hmm. is like my hugest mentor like Mm -hmm. i like I just love his approach to business. I love mm-hmm. the way he puts God first in his business, mm-hmm. you know. And it's taught me to also, you know, put God first. Yeah. You know, so, and, yeah. And a lot of the mentors I have that don't know they, <laughs> that they're mentoring me, I, I learn a lot from them, mm-hmm. you know, just um on how to market and how to, you know, pricing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. new 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 teams and ideas coming into the industry and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So um yeah. And then I have some people like in in Saskatoon that I look up to and mm-hmm. learn a few things from them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. For sure. Um mentorship is like really important. Um and I feel like you should go at it whichever way you choose. There's no one way to mentorship, you know. So you don't have to necessarily know the person mm. on a one-on-one basis before you can learn something from them. Yeah. So, and that's like my approach to mentorship, so. Cool. Yeah,
0: yeah no, I find that really interesting. Um, I definitely am like a heavy podcast listener um, for those reasons you said. So, like the fact that, those people are willing to put so much, so much. information. Yeah. I find compared to any other platform on podcasts, they just give so, so much. much yeah. So I'm always encouraging people to tune in yeah. um, to podcasts uh, for their industry and, um, and to go into that too. So you've, you have all these mentors that these people you listen to through podcasts and influencers, like you said, you feel like you know them personally. <laughs> I feel the same way <laughs> too. And it's good when they give you that vibe. That means you're really being authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to kind of further that, then seeing that they're doing their thing in the industry, what were you hoping then to bring to the industry? Well, um... There's a lot of things going on <laughs> in my head. Yeah. But
1: right now, um, my goal is to be able to, you know, touch lives where I am at. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Saskatoon, mm-hmm. and I want mm-hmm. to be able to have an impact in Saskatoon. Mm-hmm. So for some of the events I've had, I've hired like um, children. They're not really children, so I'll say teenagers and some youths from our community, the Nigerian community. And through that process, I've been able to, you know, have a relationship with a few of them. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I won't call it a mentorship or anything. But (laughs) But then almost, you know, being that person they can relate to and talk Mm -hmm. to and learn a few things, Mm -hmm. even though I'm still growing myself. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) having that is like important to me, because I feel like, um, the little drop makes a mighty ocean, and if you're able to touch one person, the next, the person can touch another person, and it's just, grows from there, so, mm-hmm. for now, my goal is just, you know, Saskatoon, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: helping young people in Saskatoon, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. connect with their, you know, their vision for life and helping them understand and um, see the process in which they can, you know, attain their vision and, you know, be successful at it, so. Yeah. But then in the future, maybe I can start podcasting. Yeah.
0: Hey, are <laughs> <we then>, <laughs> <agree. laughs>
1: yeah. um, And aside from that, I also decided that I would start blogging. hmm Mm-hmm. It's 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 a new it's it's not me <laughs> it's it's just something that I feel like would reach more people mm-hmm. even outside of Saskatoon and mm-hmm. also hopefully have an impact on them because mm-hmm. um the podcast won't just be talking about just weddings alone it will be talking about other aspects of weddings you know mm-hmm. other processes you know like. Um, Um, counseling and stuff like that, you know, and Mm -hmm. just overall helping other people, Mm -hmm. you know, with their event processes, Hmm. so, yeah, (laughs) for now, (laughs) that's all I have for now, but I know it's, the vision is always coming and there's more to do, but I'm taking it one day at a time, so.
0: That's really cool. And again, um, love your approach about this whole, like, kind of holistic view of your business. Like, not just the business, but, like, what it can actually do for the people um, around you. Um, Yeah. And I'm just trying to remember, because I had another question for you. Okay, yes. So my other question is, so you have obviously done a lot of weddings, particularly Nigerian weddings, which are, like, kind of their own genre of wedding. <laughs> yeah. And so, I just wanted you to take our audience through, um, have you also had opportunities to do weddings outside of your own culture or events? Yeah, what does that look like for you um, as an experience or Canadian weddings at this point? Like, um, maybe you could tell our audience a little bit about how those different experiences have had different impacts on you.
1: Well, I haven't done any corporate events yet or... Any non Nigerian. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then um, they're very, very different. Very, very different. And um, corporate events are their own thing. They can be big, they can be small, they can be whatever you want it to be, you know, from launching a product to, you know, just um, appreciating your staffs to, you know, so, and it's Whatever the company wants it to be, you mm-hmm. know. So and um, social events, birthdays. You know, mm-hmm. different cultures celebrate their birthdays in different ways. You know, their mm-hmm. milestones. You know, mm-hmm. anniversaries. You know. Mm-hmm. So and each event is never the same at mm-hmm. all. Even like even weddings, like mm-hmm. Nigerian weddings, they're never the same. Mm-hmm. Like, cause Nigeria we have how many ethnic groups. We have a lot. Mm-hmm. And each ethnic group has a way they do their own weddings. So it's like, there's never the same wedding. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, yeah, it's, it's Nigerian weddings, uh, their process. Mm-hmm. It's mostly two days, you know. Mm-hmm. There's the traditional part of it, and then there's the, you know, modern and you know, part of it. So, yeah, like, all these types of events are very different. Mm. It's like, all the way down to budgeting, to mm. decor style, to, mm. you know, the kind of meal you have. Mm. They're, like, very, very different. Mm. Well, I'm hoping to book more corporate events and bring myself, like, push myself towards that way. And also hoping to plan other types of events, other, than other types of weddings other than Nigerian weddings. <laughs> but, <laughs> and yeah. yeah. And um, regardless of the fact that I haven't planned other types of weddings apart from Nigerian weddings, I, uh, I am constantly studying and learning new things about new cultures and, you know, different ways each mm-hmm. culture does their events. So I'm mm-hmm. um, pretty learned <laughs> about... You know, different types of um, train over wedding. And same goes with some, um, yeah, corporate events and social events too. So,
0: yeah. I will say, because, yeah, growing up here, I've been to Nigerian weddings, and I've been to, like, the weddings here. And I think the fact that the Nigerian weddings have that extra layer oh. of the extra day and the outfits, I will say, I think that planning, like, because I've been to so many, like, you know, like European descent, Canadian weddings, um, and I do think you might have an easier time planning theirs. Well,
1: and <laughs> yeah, they generally
0: don't go as crazy on the budget. Well, well, so I think
1: <laughs> they usually are like
0: a little more mindful. Like but especially they, my young friends, they don't necessarily go crazy on the. I guess I want to say the theatrics because if you ever check like an Instagram and look up Nigerian weddings, you will see some yeah. pretty intense things yeah. um, in terms of the cake size, everything. Mm-hmm, yeah. I find. More so where we are in Saskatchewan, like um, Abigail was mentioning before, people are very laid back. Very laid back. So you won't really see that kind of level of, like, pomp and (laughs) circumstance, I think. (laughs) And and,
1: and, and in Saskatchewan, a lot of the brides and grooms are mostly DIYs. They enjoy it. It's like, you know, being a part of the event all the way to designing their own centerpieces and stuff. So True. it's...
0: Different it, experience.
1: It was, a, it was like going into the event world here yeah, in Saskatoon, it was like, uh, what is going on?
0: <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know, it was very, very, very,
1: very, and very different thing for me. And yeah, but now I get it mm-hmm. and um, I understand it more. So yeah, mm. but yeah that, but then that, regardless of that you still find some you know um some European descent or so Canadian people who go the extra mile oh for the yeah event. so I guess at the end of the day it comes
0: down to personality and um income
1: yeah I, and income I know income if it's a millennial
0: too. wedding they'll probably try and keep that thing down down yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> cause their parents don't always fully, fully pay for their, their, wedding. their weddings, yeah um but yeah, if they're loaded, of course, that's a totally yeah. different story. They'll go big, like you said, yeah, for sure. No, that's just inter- no. I just wanted to. S- I'm just <laughs> curious for myself. Um, and I was gonna say, what initiatives then did you take to establish your brand?
1: Okay, so first and foremost, I went to um, the um, business. Um, there's a volunteering business, um, small business place here yeah, in Saskatoon. Square um, One. Square One. Yeah. Yes, I love that place. So I really wanted to understand because, um, like I said earlier, I'm an international student, so I wanted to know if I could have my own business because I was just hearing so many things from people. Oh, you're an international student. You shouldn't have a business. You shouldn't do this. So I went to square one, and they were so, so, so helpful. I couldn't yeah, I believe it because it's like I didn't have to pay for anything. <laughs> so I'm like, they were, like, very helpful. They told me what to do. They helped me call, you know, to find out more information for me. And um, so at the end of the day, they told me I could register my business as a small business. Um, and that's what I did. And next thing, I decided to brand. And just knowing, like, my brother being an IT person, I I know, like, the world is more internet and computers and stuff. So it's just like, okay, I have to have a website. (laughs) Even though I didn't have a lot to put on it, I was just like, yeah, let me have a website, you know, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Instagram back in the days. Mm-hmm. I don't really even know how to use it properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I joined Instagram, opened a business page for my business on Instagram. Same thing, Facebook. And I, some days, I don't post as much as I should, mm-hmm. but um, it's been a source of inspiration, actually. Just mm-hmm. being on Instagram and seeing what other people in the industry are doing, mm-hmm. just you know, gives me ideas and um, also pushes me to be better Mm -hmm. at what I do. So, and what else? Yeah, I think those are like the first steps I took Hmm. to, yeah, when starting my business.
0: Really good. And um, also, and then finally, uh, what do you value the most then about being an entrepreneur? And I know you've touched on this throughout the interview. (laughs) So I guess at this point in time, what is, like, one thing that you feel like, oh, this has really made it kind of worth it for me? Well, after every event, just seeing the
1: smile on my clients' faces and their guests and their family, that's what it is for me, you know. And even the people I hired to do the job just seeing everybody happy. I was like, cause no matter what, like after every event, I'm just like, yeah, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like it's like, you know, when I'm tearing down, I'm just like, yeah, never, I'm done. I'm not doing this. like literally I quit every, every single event. Like after every single event, I quit like, every single time, but then give it like a day. And the feedbacks are coming in, and then you know, just looking at pictures again, I'm like, oh, yeah, I see myself doing this forever, you know, and so that's like, yeah, one of the things that keeps me going, and um, yeah, well, and some cash, <laughs> and some
0: extra, <cash. laughs> some extra cash, and
1: some extra cash. <laughs> but then yeah. But most importantly, just being able to bring joy Mm. and happiness to, like, my clients, to the people I work with, Mm. to the vendors that work with me, you know, is, like, the most, yeah, (laughs) the most important thing for me, yeah. Beautiful.
0: Uh, thanks so much, Abigail. I feel like you gave <laughs> us so many insights. And Thank we're definitely so much. going to put your information at the bottom. Um, actually, I know I've asked all the questions, but is there anything you want our audience to know about you? Any projects or anything things that you have coming up that you'd like them to be able to find on you?
1: Well, my blog. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm currently... Re- um, Relaunching my website and revamping it. And I, like I said earlier, I'm going to start blogging and probably doing a few, you know, videos here and there, which is totally out of my comfort zone, but I think it'll be worth watching out for. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so guys, check me out on Instagram and I'm sure Okiki will put. All the information is down there so you guys just check it out and leave your feedback and yeah you can dm me <laughs> so i know <laughs> Slide the DMs, guys. Slide the DMs. <laughs> yeah and um yeah i'm looking and honestly if you guys see me on the street and you know we just say hi you know so
0: yeah (laughs) but thanks so much abigail i'm sure the audience got so much value from this and yeah definitely check this girl out you guys like she's up and coming and her business is 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 a big deal so you'll be hearing from her a lot in the future i'm sure so thanks so much again thank you